everyone. Welcome to The Scoop. I'm Dinah Jansen. Uh, we are in the virtual studio today with Jeffrey Surrett of Kingston's Cantabile Choirs, who is here to talk about a brand new season of concerts, starting off with a new concert called After the War. Thank you for joining us, Jeffrey. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, Jeffrey, let's learn a little bit more about you and your role with Cantabile Choirs. Yeah, sure. Um, so Cantabile was founded 25 years ago by my father, Mark. And so I grew up, of course, singing um, with the organization and, and having a, a close connection to it. Um, I, I found myself uh, getting the performing bug. And I went to university studying vocal performance and opera performance and then had a career as um, a vocal soloist singing with symphonies and um, opera companies across the country and, and across North America. Um, but I, I had a calling to, to come back here. Um, so I moved back a couple of years ago and um, now I'm the artistic director and general manager of Cantabile. Wonderful. And now tell us a little bit more for the listeners who may not be aware, what is Cantabile Choirs and, and what, does the, what does the group do? Mm-hmm. Um, Cantabile is... Um, Cantabile is a registered charity, and our mission is to provide high-quality musical education and performance opportunities to singers in the Kingston area. Um, it's, it's best conceived of as an umbrella organization that houses a number of different choral programs. We have three different children's choirs for um, kids as young as six all the way to 12, two youth choirs, one for sopranos and altos, other for tenors and basses, and two adult choirs that are also one for sopranos and altos, one for tenors and basses. And in addition, we do a number of outreach projects. Um, we're hosting a comp- uh, composition competition this year for BIPOC composers. Um, we have a number of bursaries available, a very robust bursary program sponsored by the Sisters of Providence, as well as graduating scholarships for our members, and a season full of performances and, and local outreach. So uh, we're busy. <laughs> Indeed. Now, Cantabile has obviously been a part of your life for most of your life. Um, why might others want to get involved in and uh, participate in the choirs? Well, there are a number of different ways that people can be involved. And, and certainly Cantabile's had a big and meaningful impact in the community over the past 25 years. Um, because we have uh, relationships with choristers, with, um, with parents, with audience members, with um, supporters. So um, one of the best ways, and probably a great segue for your show, <laughs> Dinah, is uh, one of the best ways is coming to a show and, f- <laughs> and falling in love with what we do, falling in love again with the thrill of live performance, which I think we've all been yearning for for the past couple of years. I actually counted, it's been um, 600 days since our last live performance. Oh, gosh. So, so we're definitely itching to be back um, to to share with people our music. I'm very excited to feature our um, fantastic choirs um, of of all ages and and such a wonderful commitment and passion and talent that we have here in Kingston. Thank you so much. So now I mentioned at the top that there is a new uh, concert starting very soon called After the War. Tell us about this performance and and what audiences can expect and 
and certainly how they can get tickets. Yeah. Um, after the war was something I was inspired to create. Um, there's a piece by a British composer, famous British composer named Benjamin Britten, who wrote a piece called War Requiem. Mm -hmm. And I was, in, I was inspired to develop a similar program, which, which the idea is to take different settings of the Latin mass, the Requiem mass, which is a mass for the dead, um, and interweave it with peace-inspired um, poetry and music uh, from different cultures all around the world and kind of weaving together this remembrance theme that um, shows, you know, the transgenerational and transcultural impact of war, um, as well as, you know, in our case in, in Canada, confronting some of the realities of, of uh, transgenerational trauma and, um, you know, ongoing uh, ab abuse and um, conflict with our Indigenous communities. Okay. And now how have things been going overall uh, for Cantabile through the pandemic? You mentioned, you know, it's been 600 days without an actual performance. Uh, how are folks being able to organize and practice or how were they doing that through the pandemic? And real, how are things faring now? Last year, we did an entirely virtual program, but we were able to stay really busy. And, and part of that is the passion and commitment, um, again, of, of our choristers, of our members, um, and of our, and of our uh, loyal donor base. So last year, we, um, we had sort of a vo vocal education program that was, um, that was purely online. But as part of that, we did have some performance opportunities over the course of each term. We developed uh, a number of virtual choir videos, and we even had a really exciting collaboration with the Kingston Symphony, where we did a virtual 360 uh, choir and orchestra um, rendition of a song that my dad wrote, Will You Know Come Back Again? And um, so there are a number of things that we created last year um, that are definitely worth checking out. Everything on you, everything on YouTube. Um, but that said, you know, choir's really not meant to be done on a computer. Right. It's, all, it's about people coming together, and that's what's so exciting about this season. Um, everyone coming back together, being in the space. We have safety protocols for rehearsals where you know we're separated. All the singers are masked. They're in fact wearing special singer masks that kind of are a little bit more comfortable. So you're not constantly lifting the mask back up over your mouth. Um, and uh, we're, we're excited, of course, to um, be welcoming a live audience this year. Um, we're maintaining 50% capacity um, even though, you know, uh, things are starting to open up, kind of taking a conservative approach, trying to make sure that everyone feels as comfy as possible um, to return to live programming. And after the war, we have two uh, perf live performances, one on Saturday, November 6th at 7.30 p.m. and then another one on Sunday, November 7th at 2 p.m. And then we're also recording um, the concert and we're going to um, put together a, a virtual broadcast that will happen the following Saturday, um, November 13th. So anybody who's not able to participate online can, um, or in person rather, can um, join in the fun online. All right. And now with all of this anticipation building up for uh, not only uh, your performers and, and yourself too, uh, but uh, and audiences, 
what's exciting you most? I think what excites me most is the opportunity to um, feature our singers. Uh, it's a it's been a very difficult time, and for so many people, um, singing in choir is is not only a part of their um, artistic expression and a really valuable and meaning, meaningful part of their lives, but also a very valuable social um, aspect that has been, um, you know, denied and, and neglected for far too long. So um, they're, they're just, it, it takes an incredible amount of commitment to, even at this point as, 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 you know, kind of things are opening up, it's still a very, very difficult time to commit to singing in the choir to sing with a mask, um, but they're doing such a wonderful job and they're they're really um, just really talented. I think it's really exciting to have people have an opportunity to um, listen to and enjoy, but also support um, these singers who, um, you know, who are yearning to be back um, on the stage. And I also think that it's a very powerful and thought provoking performance. So I hope that there will be, you know, a, a meaningful experience in the program that we've developed that audiences can take away. Thank you so much. Anything else to add before we close today, Jeffrey? I guess what I would say is that um, some of our programs are still accepting new members. So even though we have a concert coming up, we're doing concerts throughout the year. And um, if anyone's interested, they can check out the website, contablechoirs.ca. Um, send us an email, give us a call. Um, we're, you know, we're excited to welcome people back. And, and as things, you know, progress over the course of the next year, um, we hope that people will reach out and, and find an, an opportunity to be involved uh, with Cantabile. Thank you so much, folks. We have been chatting with Jeffrey Surrett of Cantabile Choirs, uh, talking about Cantabile Choirs and, of course, its upcoming concert starting in November called After the War. Thank you so much for joining us, Jeffrey, and sharing so much with us today. My pleasure, Dinah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples and brought to you by the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science.